Hey, before I go into this episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick, I wanted to let you know about a special event that I have coming up. I host a plethora of drum camps throughout the year, and I am hosting two separate three-day drum camps in October. The dates are October 11th through the 13th and 18th through the 20th in Nashville, Tennessee. I will be going over my personal concepts, methods, and exercises to build creativity. I will help you strategize how to maximize your practice sessions and how to boost your career and many, many more topics. If you sign up for the camp and you use the code BRIANPODCAST, you will get a 15% discount on the price of the camp. With that being said, I will see you in either October 11th or October 18th. And now, let's go into this episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. This is Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. It's great to have you back for another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. If you are new here, I will release a brand new episode every Wednesday of every month. And I am very passionate about investing in people because I truly love to see every single person become better and successful in their own way. If you have any questions, ideas, comments, suggestions of topics you would like to hear about, you can email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. The last episode I talked about was perseverance through a biblical perspective and why it's so important. Today, I want to talk about setbacks and how to take those setbacks and turn them into comebacks. How to take a setback and turn it into a comeback. I was talking with uh, my bandmates and my friends when we were on the road um, and just about how sad it is to see people who have had setbacks get knocked down and then just give up. And just give up. Um, during the conversation, um, uh, Chad said, you know, we've got to help people see the setback is not the end of the road. It's like a comeback waiting to happen. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It's, it's like a setup for a comeback. He was like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly right. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, that's pro- so profound. So I believe that you must get a new way of thinking about setbacks. We need to see a setback as a thing to be embraced rather than a thing to be rejected. Because if there are no setbacks, then there would be no comebacks, right? If there are no setbacks, there are no comebacks. If you want to have a comeback, then you must come back from something. In other words, setbacks are the prerequisites for comebacks. Adversity is also a part of the um, equation. Adversity and challenges are, are life's way of creating strength. Adversity creates challenge, and challenge creates change. And change is absolutely necessary for growth. If there is no change and challenge, there is no growth, and therefore there is no development. You see, yet most people dread adversity and change. You know, someone told me that the only thing that that likes change is a wet baby. (laughs) But change is absolutely necessary for growth, guys. Successful people not only embrace change, but they do all they can to create it and then drive it. They understand that the change is a necessary part of success, and in order to grow, you must be willing to change. Are you willing to change? Change is a necessary part of life, guys, and a necessary part of our existence. Yet, change is uncomfortable. We all get used to the things a certain way, and when they change, we have to get rearranged and readjust, and that is uncomfortable, right? As we go from childhood to being a teenager, we go through uncomfortable changes. 
As we go from being a teenager to a young adult, we go through uncomfortable changes. In each stage of life, we continually go through changes, and they are uncomfortable. That is why we call them growing pains, because we're changing. We might experience change in our careers by getting a new job, which means we must make new adjustments. Or we might lose a job, or have a job reversal, or get passed by um, on the job of our dreams. It will be uncomfortable. Go ahead and accept that. It will be uncomfortable. We might experience change in our relationships with a breakup or a divorce or the death of a loved one. We might experience a change in our personal lives with our finances or our health or with our family and friends. Friends. Change can come in a number of ways and most of them are uncomfortable. Yet they happen and we must grow from them. In fact, change is absolutely necessary for growth and setbacks are a part of the change and growth process, guys. Anyone who has had any measure of success has had a setback, whether it was Thomas Edison, um, Walt Disney, George Washington's Carver, uh, Michael Jordan, Steven Spielberg, I'm trying to think, um, Oprah Winfrey, or any other person. They all had setbacks. The common elements are vision, aka a big dream, decisions, aka a willingness to make tough decisions, action, aka definite Sorry, definitive action on the dream and desire. A commitment to keep going until you reach your goal. Guys, if you go back, uh, see three episodes, you'll hear me talk about desire and how that is the first step in success. Now, one of my favorites is Dr. Seuss. Did you know that Dr. Seuss was turned down by just about every publisher in the country? Only one publisher believed in him, but that was all he needed, and he went on to have massive success. Friends and family, setbacks are a part of success. A major part of success and setbacks are nothing but comebacks waiting to happen. Now, I want to establish what a setback actually is and what it is not. Okay, Webster's, de- 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 Webster's defines setbacks as a checking of progress, an unexpected reverse or defeat, a hindrance, a check, a reversal, an impediment, a block, an obstruction, a defeat, a delay, a disadvantage, a disappointment, a holdup, a rebuff, an upset, a loss or relapse. Did you notice the words death, the end, or finish do not appear in that group? This shows that a setback is not the end. As author John Capazzi says, a turn or bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. In reality, it is not the end. It is a temporary situation that can be turned around. It is not death. Guys, death is death. And a setback is a setback. They are not the same. There might be times when people have setbacks and they may appear dead. They may be on the verge of death or on the verge of giving up and calling it done deal. But as long as there is a small spark left, there is a possibility for turning it around and coming back. You know, Tina Turner Turner is a wonderful example. After years of abuse from her husband, she finally decided to leave. She disappeared from the public view and tried to get a record contract um, in America, but was turned down by numerous companies and and told she was washed up. But Tina Turner disagreed and made up her mind that she was going to come back stronger than ever. She went to Europe and recorded a song called Let's Stay Together, which became a hit. If If you haven't listened to that song, guys, go listen to that song. She then came back to America and recorded an album called What's Love Got to Do With It. 
which became a massive success. She has gone on to become one of the highest grossing female concert artists in the world. She proved that a setback is nothing but a setup for a comeback. John Travolta, here's a, he guys, is another example of a comeback kid in action. After a successful run on the television show, Welcome Back, Mr. Cotter, he drifted on to do a few more shows, but, when, well, well, but they were not successful. Then he appeared in a few B-movies, which were not also not successful, and he just disappeared from the scene. Many thought he was done, finished, through, though he didn't. He, didn't. he decided to come back and started with a movie called Pulp Fiction. The movie was a hit, and he continued to have one hit after another. He has gone on to become one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. A setback is nothing but a setup for a comeback. Let's see, another one. Lee Loca. Uh, Lee Lococo was fired from Ford and left for dead. The only job he could get was with Chrysler Motors, which was on the verge of bankruptcy. Yet, Locococa turned his setback into an incredible comeback where he's not only transformed himself, but he also re revived and transformed Chrysler. Lee Lococa, John Travolta, and Tina Turner, guys, understood, like the phoenix who rises out of the ashes as long as there is an ember, a spark of life, you can come back. Now, let's look at another word. I want to look at another word now. Comeback. Webster's defines comeback as a return to former position or condition, a recovery, a rebound, rebuttal, reply, respond, revive, and retort. The key is to learn how to change your patterns and responses to consistently turn your setbacks into setups for comebacks. We must learn to see adversity as strength developers and setbacks as comeback creators. I'm going to read you guys some, uh, some quotes or some verses about adversity. The first quote is by Sir Francis Bacon. It says, he said, While prosperity best discovers vice, adversity best discovers virtue, and the virtue that comes from adversity is fortitude. The good, bring, the good things which belong to prosperity are to be wished. But the good things which belong to, to adversity are to be admired. Therefore, he knows not of his own strength that has not met adversity. And Bradstreet said, If we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. If we had no adversity, then prosperity would not be so welcome. Uh, Bob Johnson, president of Black Entertainment Television, said, Adversity can either break you or make you. The same hammer that breaks the glass also sharpens the steel. J. Wheeler Marriott said, Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger the wind, the stronger the trees. And then scripture, which I, again, I 100% love the Proverbs. Proverbs 24.10 says, If thou faint in the time of adversity, thou strength is small. Anyone who is moving ahead in life is always going to have setbacks. The only ones who don't are the people who are dead or have just given up. As long as you are alive and getting up and trying to do something with your life, you will have setbacks, guys. Ultimately, the difference between winners and losers and the key to long-term success is not talent or ability, chances or lucky breaks, but it is the way you view and handle setbacks and adversity. There are other things that you might play a part, but the key to success will be how you handle the setbacks, because sooner or later, everyone has them. Losers see setbacks as the end of the road, while winners see setbacks as a bend in the road. The ultimately, 
This ultimately may, excuse me, the difference between those who win and those who lose. Another quote from Theodore Roosevelt, he said, Far better to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to take rank with poor spirits, who neither enjoy much nor suffer much, because they live in the gray twilight that knows no victory or defeat. The joy of living is his who has the heart to demand it. Guys, so Dr. Paul Stoltz, in his book, Adversity Quotient, says that there are three measure quotients and standard predictors and that impact our success. There is IQ, intelligent quotient. There's E2, EQ, emotional quotient, and AQ, adversity quotient. For many years, most scientists and educators believed that IQ was the main predictor of success. They felt that if you had a high IQ, then you were automatically destined for success. Then came Ted Kaczynski, the, un, the Unabomber who was a genius but had no social skills and could not handle the pressures of life, so he became a mad bomber. We all had seen intelligent people who have misused their intelligence and therefore never reached their potential or who couldn't handle life changes and gave up, some even up on the street begging for handouts. Intelligence alone does not guarantee success. Guys, Daniel Goldman wrote in, this, in his book, Emotional Intelligence, that intelligence is not enough to guarantee success. You must have EQ. Goldman defines EQ as the hypothetical measurement that reflects one's ability to work and empathize with others, control impulses, make good decisions, and have high self-esteem. He states that you can be smart in one than, more than one way. People with high EQ tend to excel in real life with relationships, job performance, and promotions, and with community activities. Goldman shows that many people with high IQs fail while their counterparts with moderate IQ succeed. In other words, IQ may help you get the job, but EQ will help you keep and excel in the job. Adversity quotient, on the other hand, is the newest predictor of success and it is a concept that states that IQ is great and EQ is wonderful, but the real determination of success is AQ, which is how you handle adversity. Stoltz said that everyone is born with a basic human drive to grow and ascend like going up a mountain. As we go up the mountain, we will notice that achievement is not uniform. There will be fewer people and companies at the top of that mountain. He says the reason is because of AQ. AQ is a level of adversity that one is conditioned to go through to ascend the mountain and reach one's goal. He says that there are three groups and three levels of AQ. First are the quitters, who are the people who abandon their climb when the times get tough and simply give up. The second group is called the campers. These are the people who start going up in the mountain and get a smooth spot and camp out there and end up staying there. Campers tend to see changes as a problem rather than an opportunity. The final group is called the climbers. Climbers are the people who are committed to reach their goals and are committed to living in their dream and being all they can be. They understand not success is not a destination, it's a journey, a process. They might get knocked down and they move along the path, but they keep getting up and they keep going. Climbing up higher and higher. Climbers are positive thinkers, guys, as well as positive doers. They keep going in spite of the obstacles. Climbers are obstacles and setbacks as a nuance, yet as a natural part of the process. They are willing to face the problems in order to reach their goal. Campers and climbers must meet at the same place during the challenging times. Campers see camp as home, while climbers see camp as a base camp, a temporary place from which they continue to climb. Stoltz says campers who stay at the camp too long will begin to atrophy and, and lose their ability to climb and get slower and weaker all the time. 
Climbers, on the other hand, get strong and stronger as they climb to continue to climb. They grow from their challenges and realize that adversity really does create strength. They cultivate their strength by the way of the willingness to climb in the midst of adversity and therefore tend to be excellent leaders, like Mohandas Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., Winston Churchill, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Nelson Mandela. Climbers are people who are willing to climb and fight despite the obstacles. Because in the book, The Courage to Fail, author Art Mortel speaks about the fact that we learn more than from failure than from success. Mr. Mortel shares how all successful people realize that failure is a part of success. He writes, Without adversity, there is no growth. Adversity challenges and pushes us to accelerate the development of our greatest potential. Adversity and failure can become the catalyst for success. So we must be willing to go through and grow through the challenges. We must be willing to struggle in order to really succeed. Guys, I know I read a lot from other books and other stories right there, but they were so good and I couldn't take credit for for some of that thought because some of those um, some of that wisdom is definitely from other authors. Um, and I want to make sure credit is given where credit is due. Um, but how good is that stuff? Use your setback as a comeback. Use your setback as a comeback. Don't stop climbing the mountain. Don't be a camper. Be a climber. Don't be a camper. Be a climber. Thanks again for joining me. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at any time at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, it would be a huge honor if you would rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It's one of the small things you can do to this podcast, build people around the world. Again, thanks for joining me and I will see you next time right here on Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick.